Welcome to the Enlightening Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Hamblin. And I'm your co-host, Ashley Schultz. As moms who are currently in the thick of raising kids with big emotions, we know firsthand how challenging their intense behaviors can be. And that a little support can go a long way. This is a non-judgmental community that was created for you or any mom who's feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, or stressed. Each week, either Emily or I will share our experiences, offer practical tips, and interview experts in the field so you can be empowered to help your children with their challenges. Join us as we help you enlighten motherhood. Hello, everyone. This is Emily, and today we're going to play a game. The game is called Let's Learn from Emily's Parenting Mistakes. <laughs> I feel like this is a game I play often, and I don't really like to dwell and spend a lot of time thinking about a lot of the mistakes that I made in parenting. I'd rather move forward once I've repaired from them. But this is such a big lesson. I really want you to hear it or to hear it. I want you to understand it and I want you to learn from it. So in my earlier parenting, a lot of times when I wanted to discourage one of my children's behavior behaviors, I would often do so by telling my husband about it or talking on the phone to someone like my mom and purposefully describing that behavior so that my child would hear me complaining about it <laughs> such as oh my goodness husband Jesse was so difficult at the store today can you believe that when we walked past the aisle with the glass soda bottles I asked him not to grab one and he ran up and grabbed one anyways and it broke all over the floor and I had to call the associates and I had to explain what happened and they had to send someone to clean it up. And it was so embarrassing and it was from a six pack and it was a huge production and blah, 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 blah. And I would go on and on about how awful it was that my child did that. It hurts to admit this, but I would do it because I wanted to discourage my kid from doing that again. I wanted to help them realize that that was a bad choice and that they shouldn't have done it and that they should do differently in the future. The thing was, it didn't help. And in fact, it made things worse. And all of that complaining, never did I actually help my child with skills to handle that same situation. Never did I try to increase their impulsivity control, their, their, what's the word? Out of the box thinking, critical thinking, that's the word. I didn't help to increase their emotional intelligence, their um, relationship with me, their self-esteem, their self-confidence. I was actually damaging their self-esteem, their self-confidence and their ability to handle those negative situations by giving them so much limelight and by casting their behavior in such a negative light, not only to them, but to other people, right? This was a really passive aggressive move on my part. So like I said, I had good desires. I was not like trying to do something that wasn't effective. I wasn't like trying to be a bad mom. I was a really good mom that was trying strategy that was not helpful for her family 
right? I was really trying to send that message that would make my child want to change, but it was so damaging. I mean, think of how you feel when you overhear somebody else saying something negative about you to someone else. Even if it's true, it just feels so icky. Your kid will get that same icky feeling too. Like, yes, I made a mistake. And why are you telling the world about it? Instead, let's work with our kids directly. Let's work on boosting their emotional intelligence, increasing their abilities and skill levels, finding the right time to chat about those really difficult situations, times when our kids can't control their impulses or times when our kids do tend to be disrespectful. Let's find the optimal times to discuss that, to work on it. And especially, let's be so much more compassionate and understanding towards our kids in this approach. And let's make sure that we're in control of our own emotions as we do so. Let's work on methods that connect us with our children, that help us build them up rather than push them down and damage the relationship in an attempt to try to manipulate their behavior. Not that we need to like be happy that our kids broke with the bottles of soda at the store. This really happened by the way, <laughs> but we don't need to like be happy about it. We don't need to let them continue to do it, right? But what if we chose healthier, more effective and better feeling ways? to help our kids learn how to behave differently in those situations. So I wanna zoom in on that, like, don't do this, do that instead. Okay, so instead, what can we do? This is such a powerful tool to use this overhearing thing with our children when they hear us saying good things. Let's catch them being good. Like, of course, we're going to work with them on those negative things. Our brains have a negativity bias where they tend to notice negative things way more than positive things. So we need to subconsciously, not subconsciously, consciously make up for that by looking for those positive things. Let's be detectives that are on the lookout for the good things that our kids are doing. And then let our kids overhear us saying good things about them. We can say it to our husband at the end of the day, but we don't need to wait until then. What if we're on the phone and our kids walk in? Can we like, if it works in the conversation, I mean, maybe it wouldn't work if you're talking to the doctor. Maybe, I don't know. But if you're talking to a friend or a relative or someone, can you work in a little conversation? Like, oh my goodness, I just have to tell you what little Jimmy did today. Little Jimmy saw that the milk was left out and he went and put the lid on the milk so that nothing would go in it. Wasn't that so good of little Jimmy? No, on the inside, honestly, I might be thinking, and he did not put it in the fridge. I had to remind him again, like I do every day, <laughs> like that's that negativity bias, but instead to focus on, you know, the little things and allow people to overhear us saying that. You can even pick up your phone and like pretend to call someone like, oh, Mary, I just had to call you because <sighs> little Sally, she just helped her brother Johnny get his shoes on. And wasn't that so nice of Sally to do? Oh, I just had to tell you. Okay, see you later. Bye. And if your kid knows that you're pretending that, to make that phone call, I think that makes it even more fun. Like you can say it to your kid's toys, to their, if they do dolls or stuffed animals or Lego action figures, whatever it is that your kids have. I heard of one parent doing this every night at bedtime as they tuck their kid in. They pick up the kid's stuffies and they tell the kid's stuffed animals something good that the child did that day. One way that they showed kindness 
one way that they're gaining emotional maturity, whatever it is, right? They find positive things about the child from that day. One way that the child helped others. One way that the child showed responsibility. One way that the child showed that they're growing. They said, sorry, whatever it was. So please learn from this mistake and let's head in the opposite direction. So a little challenge for you is to try to focus just for like the next 24 to 48 hours on telling other people or stuffed animals or your dog or whatever about the great things that you have seen your kid do lately, even those tiny things. And if you have older kids, like if you have tweens and teens, include them too. Like they might roll their eyes. I'm going to do this with my now teenager and pick up my phone and say, oh, wow. Hi, grandma. I just wanted to tell you that Johnny is so awesome. He just helped his baby sister. She had sticky hands and he went and got a wipe and wiped her hands. Isn't that amazing? And your teen will probably roll their eye and be like, oh, grandma's not even on the phone. What are you doing, mom? And that kind of, to me, makes it even more fun because the message is still there for them. It still matters. It's still communicating. My mom cares so much about these wonderful things. She's celebrating them with me, with others. To overhear someone saying amazing things about you does wonders for your self-esteem, your self-confidence. And it gives you that boost to want to continue to learn and grow. So let's try that today. It's my challenge to you. I'd love to hear about it. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever I am. Send me a DM and let me know how this is going. I always love hearing from you. Oh, and if we haven't connected, you can just find me on all of those at Enlightening Motherhood. And I'd love to connect with you. We'll chat later. Have a beautiful week. Wish there were a shortcut to help your child develop better tools to handle their big emotions in a healthier way? Well, there is. Introducing Emotionally Intelligent Kids, a central hub full of new resources each month designed to elevate your child's emotional intelligence in just minutes each week. And the best part? Right now, you can get instant access to all of these resources for just $7 a month. Visit www.enlighteningmotherhood.com forward slash kids for all the details. I can't wait to welcome you in.